It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. I hope you had a, a good day in this crazy world. Uh, I had, uh, if you can say that, I mean, because I've been on my own for, and literally on my own with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis. You can check him out on our social media at Rendezvous Radio or the Rendezvous Show.com. My loyal teddy bear, always smiling, never moody, never hungry. <laughs> Very easy to get along with. But that aside, I took a bike ride. I don't know if you do that, but it felt good. So I'm in a very good mood. Looking forward to the show tonight. If you have a question, call me, leave me a message, or call me during show hours like right now at 855-905-8255. The lines are open. 855-905-8255. It's the romantic line of the rendezvous. Gianna, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, I understand you have a wonderful boyfriend that is romantic. How so? Oh, he's the best. So, for COVID, we haven't really been getting to see each other that much. And the other night, he told me to get ready for seven. We're going to have a virtual date. So, I'm thinking, okay, it's just going to be FaceTime. So, I did get ready. He said, put something nice on. And he told me, get one candle. So when I, when he called me, he had one candle as well. So we're both looking at each other, and there's this one candle, and I hear the doorbell ring. Oh my gosh, he had my favorite food delivered. <laughs> yes, it was an appetizer. We had the first course together, then we had dinner together, and we even had dessert together. And it really felt and looked like we were in a restaurant with the two candles on the table. I, I oh. love that. How, how did that make you feel? It made me feel appreciated. It made me feel missed. It made me feel valued. I felt like he really just wanted to do something special for us. That's it. That's exactly the definition of love. You felt valued. You felt, you know, he was thinking about you. And you felt romance and cared for, right? Yes. He's a keeper. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a keeper. Now, you got to think of something for him, right? Because that's, it's like quid pro quo. We got to... The romance has to go 360, not just 180. So you got to think oh. about his favorite meal. you got to surprise him, too. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I will get right on it. I didn't even think about it. Oh, oh my gosh, See, I'm so bad. Yes, please. All right, Jenna. Thank you so much for sharing that story, and have a wonderful night. Bye, Simon. Changing gears. I am going to go answer Michelle's email because she has a boyfriend who did something that really hurt her feelings, and she wants to know what she should do. So her email is next. So I received this very interesting email from Michelle at therendezvousshow.com who goes, Bonjour, Simon. Me and my boyfriend have been together for three years. He was invited to a birthday party and I was not invited. But he went anyway without me. Is this okay? Because I'm feeling sad and upset for being alone on a Saturday night. Please advise. Michelle, Is it ever okay when you're in a relationship to go without your partner to a birthday when your partner has not been invited? I'm going to tell you my opinion next. How would you feel? I got to ask you this. How would you feel if you're in a relationship with somebody and a new boyfriend gets an invite to go to a birthday party? You don't get the invite. You're not invited. Uh, but he decides to go on his own without you. Do you think that's okay that your partner goes to a birthday party where you're not invited without you? Or not, really? Uh, Michelle sent me that email. 
she is sad and upset for being alone on, the, on a Saturday night like this and wonder what to do. Here's my advice. In my book, it's unacceptable, plain and simple. I think it's rude. I think when we're together, we discuss this together and uh, we go places together, unless there's an exception for health reasons or stuff like that. So I think it's not considerate to you and you should tell him and make him understand because we can all make mistakes. It's not the end of the world. But to make him understand that when you're in a relationship, it's one for all and all for one. We don't let each other down, especially on the weekend. That's my advice. Have a good conversation and be direct. You call the next. A question for me? Call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Hélène. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Hélène. So what's going on with your fiancé? How can I help you? Well, um, my fiancé and I were supposed to get married last month. And, um, of course, you know, that got postponed. Um, huh? But now he just wants to go, just the two of us, to the courthouse and get married without all our friends and family. And that, I don't want to do that because having all my loved ones there means so much to me. You know, it's such a momentous occasion. Absolutely. What's his argument? Have you discussed that with him? Does he know, you know how you feel about it? He does, yeah. So what, what's his argument? I mean, I understand what you're saying. So what's his counter-argument for ignoring what you're saying? He's like, he says, babe, this is the new normal. Like, you know, so when are we going to, like, we're gonna just going to put it off forever indefinitely? We don't know when we're going to be able to do it. You know, I want to marry you. I want to marry you now. I get it. Okay, now... Um... What I would say if I were you, I would say, listen, I love you too, I want to marry you, but listen, for me, it's symbolic. Uh, it cannot be a happy wedding and marriage unless my family is there with us. So I'm just simply not going there. Uh, we got to wait six months to, you know, maybe it's a year, I don't know, but, you know, we're already engaged. So listen, chill out. I, I love you, but I just can't. I just, that would be against everything, you know, I believe in what I need. I need my mom, I need my sister, and you need your family too. And I say, you know, the compromise is we, we will celebrate even more when it's the right time and go from there. I don't think you should give up on this because this is the most important day of your adult life as a woman, you know, until you become a mom, if you choose to right. do so. So why give in on, on something that is the most important day of your life? I agree with you. So just don't, I mean, if he can't, he can't go without you, so he can't get married without you. <laughs> you, can't, you That's a very good point. I'm going to tell him that Simon said, chill out. <laughs> chill out. Relax, man. Easy breezy. <laughs> and, right. and really, because tell him it's like in the universe, you can't, you know, you can't rush the universe. So, so if like uh, it's meant to be, you know, in, in six months, so be it. It's, nothing will change. Your love will not change. And you're still marrying him in six months. So if it's next May even... You know, so what? So it's better be great than what? Just a, a quick ceremony without everybody? No, I, if I were you, I would just say, listen, I, I'm not going anywhere, so we'll have to wait. Right, right. All right, so that's what we're going to do. Thank you so much, Helen. Good luck with that. And, and whenever that happens, you know, best wishes to both of you for many years to come. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much, Simon. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Coming up, I am going to go listen to one of my voicemails from Jessie, who has a question for me, a very personal question, something she wants to know how to say to her partner. And uh, so I want to help Jessie. Her voicemail is next. So if you don't know yet um, and you have a question for me, 
my recording machine, my voicemail is open 24-7, 365 days a year. So never hesitate. Just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 with your question, and I'll get to it, just like for Jesse's right now. Bonjour, Simon. Um, my name is Jesse. I was just listening to your show, and I actually listened to it quite a bit, and I have actually an interesting question that I haven't heard on your show hardly at all. Um, but see, I suffer from a mental disorder, and I find it always very difficult to break it to my significant others and or even talk about it or deal with it when I do have a relationship. I'd like your advice on how to break it to my significant other if I ever get one. Thank you. Um, Jesse, uh, thanks for the voicemail. Yes, how do you uh, explain or you know inform your uh, your partner that you have a, a mental disorder of some kind? Uh, I think I have a strategy for you. So stay with me. I'll tell you what to do next. So let's be honest. I think most of us have you know always something personal that we have to tell our partner. Sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's mental disorder, sometimes it's emotional. Nobody's perfect. And I say that because I got this voicemail from Jessie who says she um, you know, wants to know how to bring up the fact that she has a mental disorder. And so it affects maybe the relationship she's in and doesn't know when she should say it, how she should say it, and, and so on. And, and first of all, Jessie, the thing is we all have some kind of disorder, physically, emotional. Nobody, nobody Nobody, I don't care who you are, is like Mr. or Miss Perfect. So don't feel bad, don't feel ashamed. Don't feel, it's, it's what it is. And let's say, you know, we would be dating and you would tell me something, I have this, this, so I get emotional, this or that. As long as you tell your partner uh, after you get to know him a little bit, not at first, then it's okay. And if he doesn't like you for who you are, then he's lost. Never be ashamed of who you are because you're beautiful the way you are and wonderful the way you were made. And that's my message for you. You call that next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nikita. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you met a wonderful young man, but there is an issue. What's going on with him? I, he has a small child, and I usually don't date men who have small, who have younger kids. Why? And um, I feel like they can still be in love or have attachments to the mother of their child, and that's a concern for me. But you like this new guy? Sure. How much do you like him? Uh, one to ten, I give it a seven. That's it? You know, you got to take your time with liking people. You got to see the whole circumference. And everything is cool with him except for this three-year-old son. <laughs> How long you've known this man? A month. Okay. It's, listen, um, a personal story. I am the proud godfather and the father figure of, of other kids. And I think, contrary to you on that end, that it's like a blessing almost from God that when you know we can influence positively other people's kids and, and be in their life, mm -hmm. it's a blessing. It's not a curse. And the jealousy or the insecurity you may have towards the mom has to fade away if this man is a good man and makes you happy, if you have a good connection with this little... Is that a boy or a girl? A boy. If you have a good connection with that little boy, you, you, it's a double win. It's a win-win because you're going to get a lot of love from your man and a lot of love without the responsibility financially from that three-year-old boy. 
So why mm. why not give it a chance? Okay. You got to think about it. It's a blessing, and and you know I'm not that religious, but I really feel mm -hmm. when we are step parents, godparents, or you know even just partners, and there's those little kids, and we can bring them our own qualities, our own stories, our own you know knowledge and know-how. It's it's just a wonderful thing, and it's just the universe wanted to be. So it's all depending first how much you like this dude. So why don't you give it six months, and mm. then if you really like him up to a, on a scale of 10 to 9, and you're, like, you're really into that dude, then I say you give it a chance. Okay. I'm glad to hear this. Thank you, Thank Simon. you so much, and have a wonderful night. Thank you, Simon. Have a good night. Changing gears, I am going to go help Savannah, who sent me a Facebook message because she's devastated after something that happened with her ex-boyfriend. So her Facebook message is next. So maybe this experience happened to you too, you know, you never know. Uh, Savannah sent me a Facebook message at the rendezvous show and goes, Bonjour Simon, my ex broke up with me in early February and he's already engaged to someone else. We're together for six years and he never even brought up proposing. I'm so devastated, sad, and I don't know how to get over it. Do you have any advice for me? Yes, Savannah, I have. If you ex- break up with you and get engaged right away with somebody else and you're devastated, what should you do? I'll tell you that next. So think for a second, you were in Savannah's shoes who sent me that Facebook message and, and she was with somebody who broke up with her in early February. They were together six years. He never even brought up proposing to her. And now, and remember, he broke up with her in February, he's already engaged to someone else. And Savannah is, of course, devastated, don't know how to get over this. What do you think you should do? First, Savannah, thanks for reaching out to me. Here's my advice. Buy a diary, a journal. And every day, detox by writing exactly how you felt. Detox by explaining to yourself the story. Detox by expressing with your own words how disgusted, upset, and angry you are. And do that every day. Don't do it with your girlfriends. Don't do it out loud. Do it on a journal. It's therapeutic. You have to detox from the anger, the disappointment, and probably the betrayal. Just buy a journal. Start the writing. It helps me every time I have a heartache. It will help you too. That's my advice. Be strong. I'm with you. Thank you for the Facebook message. You call the next. Any questions for me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brian. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brian. So what's going on with your girlfriend? How can I help you? Well, me and my girlfriend have been together for about a year. Um, before me, though, she was with a girl for four years. Um, okay. Uh, lived with her. Uh, she said that uh, she thought that they were going to be married, but things just didn't work out. Um, now her and I are together, and it just seems like the flame went out. And I don't know. It feels like maybe... She made a mistake. Maybe, maybe she really is is more into women than than she is men. Uh, I haven't really brought it up to her, but I, I kind of I feel like I should. I just don't know how to approach it. Um, before we decide if we should or should not approach that, uh, let me ask you a couple questions. Um, at the beginning, when you the first month, were you guys very romantic? Were you going out? Were you going to dinners? Were you going to movies? What, what, what were you doing at the beginning? I mean, we were we were just doing the regular things that a, a new couple would do—just dinners, dates. Uh, you know, we would be intimate. Yep. Okay. 
Now, a year later, how much of that are you still doing? It just seems distant. It seems more like we're friends, I guess you could say. Um, so if, the attraction is gone? Not for me. I, I mean, I, I just feel like maybe the attraction's gone for her, which is why sometimes I think maybe she should be with women. Or you know, maybe, maybe she should be with another guy. Uh, may, I, I mean... Maybe I, I, that I, I I wouldn't like to think that I, I would like to think I'm I, I understand, but I think that. we have to assume that it's not just a gender thing. How about this? How about having a conversation with her? Just say I would have had dinner with her, and say, "Listen, uh, we've been together for a year. Have you noticed like when I'm maybe more friends than romantic?" And I want to ask you this question. I said, "You know, I said, you know, maybe um, you know we've lost uh, the attraction. Maybe you're not attracted to me anymore, or do you think we're not romantic enough?" Or maybe you just, you know, you, it's time to just become friends. Don't mention another girl, another guy. Just ask out the question about how she feels and just say, how do you feel about where we are? And then hear her answer. Yeah, that makes sense. It is the secret that I've learned after many mistakes that when I date a girl and I don't know how she feels, I've learned the simplicity of that question. How do you feel about this? And once you put it out there, then I found that women I've dated were very, very straightforward with the answer. And then you go from there. Yeah, makes sense. All right, Brian. Well, I'm glad you called me. So have this conversation. See how she feels. Go from there, okay? Sounds good. I appreciate it, Simon. Anytime. That's what I'm here for. Have a good night, Brian. You too. Later. Let's finish with a funny question. When you got married, were you afraid of getting divorced? Let's talk about that next. Question for you. When you got married, were you afraid or even thinking of getting a divorce? You know, like, if I get married and if it doesn't work, oh. So I wanted to know what you thought about this, because friends of mine had this question. I didn't know what to say, because I've never been married. So thank you for voting, by the way, at Rendezvous Radio. Here are the results. 56% of you said, yes, it was a real concern for me. And 44% said, nope, it's still death, baby. <laughs> yeah. I must tell you what, uh, if I ever get married one day, I hope I don't think about divorce, but, you know, it's 50-50, so I get it. That's why the poll is so, like, 50-50-ish, too. Thank you so much for voting. Thank you for calling me tonight. Thank you for spending the evening with your humble servant with this French accent. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.